Hi, my name is Gina Clark. I've been a paralegal in Waller's Tap Group for 17 years now. I was born and raised in Texas. My father was a Southern Baptist pastor and my mother was the church secretary. I knew I was gay around the age of seven, even before I knew what the word gay meant. It felt natural to me to be attracted to girls, but I soon learned that most people didn't think the way that I did. I learned to hide who I really was and fit in with others on a superficial basis. I had lots of friends, but I didn't have any close friends to confide in. In the mid-70s, my dad accepted a position with the Baptist Sunday School Board, which is now Lifeway, and we moved to Nashville. Being gay in the 1970s wasn't easy. You really didn't come out to anyone. I had a close friendship with a straight girl my junior year in high school, and I finally told her I was gay. She told me she knew, and it didn't matter to her. Um, Unfortunately, it mattered to her parents, and she was told that we couldn't be friends anymore because the neighbors were talking about us. So once again, I went back to hiding who I really was. My fear of disappointing my parents, if they learned that I was gay, led me to move out the day after I graduated high school in 1979. And for a long time, I only saw my family on holidays and special occasions. On July 14th, 1984, I met someone and I fell in love. I was 22 and Sherry was 18. Her mother was amazing and totally accepted our relationship and me. For the first time, I felt like life might be a little easier. After a whirlwind of rants that lasted about six months, we both realized we were too young and immature to make a lifelong commitment. So we ended up going our separate ways. Even though I felt we were meant to be together, I knew the time wasn't right. During the late 80s and 90s, early 90s, we ran into each other a couple of times and as time passed, we drifted completely apart, but I often thought of her. It was also during this time that I reunited with my family and I had the acceptance from them that I had always hoped for. They told me that they were never disappointed in me and they never stopped loving me. They just didn't understand how to help me go through what I was going through. After that, my father never missed an opportunity to tell me how proud he was of me. So finally, in 2002, I decided to reach out to Sherry, but I no longer had her contact information. So of course, what did I do? I googled her, and the only thing that came up was her mother's obituary. This was pretty devastating to me because she was the first adult to really make me feel like I could have a normal life. I called Sherry, we talked for hours, we met for dinner the next day, and we moved in together two months later. Together, we've celebrated birthdays, Days, births of great nieces and nephews, and my parents' and siblings' wedding anniversaries. And although I was always happy to celebrate the anniversaries of my parents and my sister and my brother, I always felt that my relationship with Sherry was looked on as less than because we couldn't get married. In our eyes, in our family's eyes, our relationships were equal, but not in the eyes of the law. So on June 26, 2015, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled in Oberfell v. Hodges that same-sex marriages would be legal in all 50 states. I never thought I would see this happen in my lifetime. Well, After the ruling, Sherry and I waited a little over three weeks to get married. We were married on July 14th, 2015, exactly 31 years from our first date. And that's our story. Thanks for listening.